welcome to the Sporting Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us. Grab a beer, kick your feet up, have a great time. Thanks for actually staying through the whole end of the episode. We really appreciate those people. Uh, what we appreciate more is uh, your gracious host, me, myself, and I. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I segued right in to give myself a prop. Uh, and as always, we have the almost birthday boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Ooh, the nola belly button, having the most weeks. athletic man I've ever seen, Travis. It's like three weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. You're going to be uh, two weeks, two and a half. the big 3 0 yet? No, 29. I Very got, close. I still got 365 more days. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get old. We're getting old. That's all I'm hearing is we are getting old. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All you right. Else, so. You know what else is getting old? What? Eagles being undefeated. They're down by six at halftime. <laughs> You're right. It is getting old. Now, I said this was going to be a dog walk, right? Like, I just said the Eagles were going to come in here and trounce them. I honestly thought so, too. Right. I did not see. But then again, I did I did say, I did admit, Tyler Henneke is that boy. He is that man. I liked him last year. Like He honestly doesn't get hurt last that, when he did last year. I don't think Washington makes the move to get once. Uh, you know what? I could see it. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's playing like a dog right now. He's keeping them in every game. They're four and five. Granted, they're in a tough division, a.k.a. the Eagles. Uh, but, like, he's making it happen. So, yes. Um, you know, I, I can't I can't throw shade at him. I mean, his division right now, 8-0 Philadelphia. Right? That's that's tough. Then you got the 7-2 Giants, another good one. Then wow. you've got the Dallas Cowboys, six and three. And then they are at four and five. Now, mind you, four and five would be second place in the NFC South, would be um, second place in the North. Yeah. He'd be in and a the lot West, of... pretty much. <laughs> no, no, because Niners are 500 now. Yeah. Sure, but... Niners did finally push up. But like, it's. This game's not even like the scoreboard's the only thing about this game that's close. It's 2014 Washington, but if you look if you've been watching, man, total have... yards Washington 235, Philly only 108. Both of them have committed one turnover. Washington has doubled the first downs, literally 18 to nine. And time of possession, Washington has had the ball 23 minutes and 49 seconds. Eagles six minutes and 44 seconds. Oh my lord. Washington is taking it to them right now. <clears throat> they really are. Wow. I I wonder how much of that yardage. I I guess it's pretty split because Tyler Henneke only has 145 passing yards and out of 235. I mean, that's it's, almost 100 on the ground and 150 through the air. So like there. Honestly, Brian Robinson's having a good game for Yep, I, I love seeing him back. I do too. I love seeing him back. Seeing him come out to the field to many men when he got back many from being men. shot was savage. We step on me, many men. Now, question. What happened to, to A.J. Brown and what happened to Miles Sanders? Because neither one have shown up today. Uh, I don't even think it's that. If you look at Mr. Jalen Hurts, who is 10 of 17 for 81 yards, one tutty and an interception. Yeah, yeah, and he's got two carries for only thirteen yards and another touchdown. And that offense does run through. And he's he's the high rusher right now, and 
he has less than 100 total yards at halftime. Yeah, I did not a... mean to call that. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm glad it forced me to fold because I would have lost. So. Well, speaking of uh, taking it to him, somebody last night in the NBA just absolutely took it to him. And I'm talking about two players. Darius Garland having the first 50-point game of the season for the NBA yesterday. In a loss, he took it to Minnesota. They almost came back, but – and then that's great. Garland's looking good coming back from that eye injury, and him and that – having Donovan Mitchell in that backcourt is great. Cleveland's, I think, personally going to be a top-four team in the East. <clears throat> and then, of course, the second Garland, you know, has the first 50-point game of the season – you know what else has to happen? Embiid. Embiid puts up an all-time performance. Like, it's, I just don't I, understand. I it, read a thing that said Embiid has scored more points than Ben Simmons all year. In one game, he scored more. <laughs> I started <laughs> to laugh. Now, what you yes. should probably be pretty happy about is the fact that the Lakers took down the Nets. It happened just a couple of days ago, right? Yeah, it, it happened yesterday. Uh, no, it, it happened yesterday or today. Uh, um, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, I think so too. But I, I like it. But with the Kyrie Irving situation, and then I've heard of another couple teams have been interest, really interested in grabbing Kevin Durant. So I think there's a very solid chance that Durant gets traded from Brooklyn, and Brooklyn just goes in the rebuild. I think so. And and the, what I loved most is the Westbrook block on uh, Kevin Durant. Because you can still tell if Kevin Durant is on that court with Russ, he plays with a little extra fire. You know what I mean? He's like, you oh, know, yeah. I, do you remember the whole like, now I can do whatever I want with Russ sitting there dancing because KD, you know, left? Yeah. Dude, let, let me, let me actually backtrack for a second and read off. Joel Embiid's stat line. Okay, let's see what he had. 59 points, 11 (laughs) rebounds, 8 assists, a steal, and 7 blocks. (laughs) Wow. 2 assists and 3 blocks away from a quadruple double. Right. I mean, poor Jazz. That you thought they were having a good season, and then they just—I mean, I they mean, didn't they, even get they only lost by seven. Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say they only lost by seven. And imagine that—you know, having someone have this career game against you, and you barely lose. Like I feel bad for him because PJ Tucker played three minute or thirty minutes, zero points. Tobias Harris, thirty-two minutes, eight points. Tyrone Maxley—is that his name? Tyrese like, Maxey. Tyrese. Maxi, 37, 18 points. Thimble, 2 points, 27 minutes. Like that. Ooh. Literally, it, it was Embiid. I, was no I mean, it happens else. all the time. One person's very capable of taking over a game. Yeah. And Embiid's that dude. Tonight, of course, my Pistons lost tonight, 115 and 111 to Toronto. Jaden Ivey. Stepping up in Cade Cunningham's absence, he's supposed to be gone for. He was when he initially got diagnosed with that shin injury a couple of days ago. It was four games. I think this is the first or second game since that, so he should be back about a week. 
then. Oh, uh, Phoenix. Okay, you want to go into the Phoenix losing? Just barely. I won. Yeah, I just don't want to talk about my Pistons anymore. They're three and twelve. Have an equal. Both my teams that I like are my both my teams that are, have three wins apiece: the Lakers and the Pistons. Yeah. And I just <laughs> I want to talk about it. Hey, you want to talk about my Celtics instead? I mean, your Celtics you know. are good. Yeah, and we're actually playing um, the Thunder, and I'm. Right now. Yep, and uh, I'm pretty sure we're gonna win it, one twenty six to one twenty two. So. Yep, it looks like it just ended. Tatum yep. and Brown again. They've taken that next. I think Tatum's really taken that next step this season so far. He's shown it. Oh yeah, and as much as I love Tatum, he him being a superstar, I hated the fact that the Nets came back and said, "Hey, we want Tatum plus first round picks for Kevin Durant." And I was like, the whole point of going for KD would be to pair him with Tatum to win. And then they're like Jalen Brown plus three first and a bench player. And I'm like, are y'all on crack? Because Jalen Brown is keeping right up with Jason Tatum. 27 points, 26 points. Uh, 10 rebounds, six rebounds. Um, Let's go with assists. He actually had more assists than Jason Tatum. He had more. um, He had one, one less steal. Oh, wow. I didn't realize Tatum got two blocks that game. Good for him. But, like, Tatum and Jalen Brown are a deadly duo, and I'm all for it. This team, I'm not saying we're going to win the the finals. I'm just saying we're going to the playoffs, and we're going to make some, well, we're going to put some shit on uh, the Bucks, in my opinion, because, like, Bucks have been running it, unfortunately, on the eastern side for the last couple of years, which, obviously, they deserved. Um, the Bucks, Giannis, absolute monster. But one team that is, well, two teams that have surprised me a little bit, the Hawks and the Cavaliers. Like, I knew the Cavaliers were going to switch it up since they traded for so much for, um, I can see his face. Why can't I think of his name? <laughs> Deontay Murray. Deontay Murray? Deontay Murray. The Cavs? The Hawks? No, the Cavs. No, the the Cavs traded for Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. There's the name um, that I was looking for. I was like, no, no, that's not it. Uh, and then, yeah, for the Hawks, I I really didn't know a whole lot about their team uh, beforehand because, you know, it's just like, oh, Ice Trey, Ice Trey, Clint Capella. Um, but, yeah, DeJounte Murray has been a great addition for them. And, I mean, he got That's himself a nice – yeah. A nice little bag, sixteen and a half million for this year. That's mm-hmm. pretty nice. I mean, so far this season in a Hawks uniform, he's averaging twenty one point seven points a game, six point three rebounds, and eight assists. Oh Lord. <clears throat> Who do the Wizards have besides Oh, they did they trade for Kristaps or did they Yeah, they ended up getting Kristaps for Zingas. I can't remember I think in uh free season or yeah, Dallas traded Christoph Przingis to them, and I think got Spencer Dinwiddie back in return to replace Jalen Brunson after they traded or after Brunson signed with the Knicks. Oh wow! So yeah, Porzingis is doing pretty good over there. Um, Added himself a cool uh, twenty points per game at the moment, so that's pretty he, nice. He's, he's always been super talented. He's, he's what everyone 
is like he's what's he's like, I don't I'm not gonna say started it, but he was supposed to be sweet. Yeah, and back when it's it was the same drafted with by the Knicks. Why people have hype for uh yeah, like for Chet Holmgren and then Victor Wembaya for next season. Freaking, yeah, who do you think's gonna get him? Oh, right now it looks like the Lakers and Pistons are fighting for it. <laughs> would, you, would you like him on the Lakers? Yeah, he's he's a really interesting talent. I like him. He's I mean, everyone that's with that size and build that has those skill set, like yes, it's the skill set you want in the NBA, but it's you just gotta like it obviously works, but you can't sit there and say it's like something that you can put all your faith into because Kevin Durant, Giannis are literally like the only ones that have ever had that kind of build and were superstar players without having career derailing injuries. Right. So that's that's the risk you take is with that build is injuries, injuries, injuries. You just got to hope that they don't have a career altering injury before they grow into men from young, from young boys and put on they that can body live up weight. To that. Yeah. Put, put that on that weight. body weight. That's um, like, like Giannis. You, you want to know what's a feel good story that um, I learned about recently? Yes. Matt Ryan with the Lakers, not the Colts quarterback. Yeah. The Lakers guy. Bagging groceries and stuff. And... Bagging groceries, doing DoorDash, and now he's a Laker, and he's actually not bad. He's doing pretty good. Oh, yeah. He, um, uh, he hit a game-winning uh, – he tied the game at, like, the buzzer on a nasty three the other day. And, and they ended up getting a win in that game as well, I'm pretty sure. That was pretty nice. Hell, yeah. I mean, just – you don't see a story like that often – um, now, question: Do you think Leangelo Ball should have a shot in the NBA in yeah. the league? Yeah, I mean, he just had one like to start the season. He got he got given a chance and he got relegated back down to the G League. So, I mean, he's he's, he's had two opportunities, and the people have given him contracts to give to show him what he's got. And so far, I would say no, he doesn't. He he can shoot. But... Yeah, he can. And he was known for that um, back in his high school days. I mean, at one point, there was Lonzo, Liangelo, and Lamelo. I always forget the last one's name, even though he's the one superstar. Lonzo could, could still be decent. He, Lonzo was all right. He's a great defender and had good vision, but he doesn't have the ability to score. The way that Lamelo does, <clears throat> yeah, Lamelo can just score, which has been. I mean, Lonzo has worked on improved his shot, but it's still not the same. I Lamelo, agree. Lamelo is definitely the best of the three. There we go. Now, <clears throat> real quick, top twenty-five TCU got their love. How do you feel about it? They got their love. They got their love. I'm happy. It's what it needs to be. They're fourth. I mean, all of the top four 10 teams. Well, um, there's some doors opening up. The fact that Oregon just lost, they got two losses now. They're eliminated from the college football playoff. Yeah, they're all the way back USC has been playing without their top two receivers, and their running back just got hurt. Caleb Williams is still good, and they got a good offense, and that defense is all right. But there's a very solid chance that they slip up. If US if USC slips up and does not w- win out, and Clemson messes up and loses, and the 
ACC championship game, if those two things happen, USC or Clemson lose, as long as the Michigan-Ohio State game is close, there's a very, very, very good chance that two Big Ten teams make it into the championship, that even the loser of that game makes it if USC and Clemson both lose. The only option at that point would be Tennessee. That's the only other person we'd be fighting. Right. Okay. So And, and I think there's a good chance – that the Big Ten team gets in because Tennessee would be asking for that fourth spot, and unless we see something else happen, no one wants to see Tennessee versus Georgia again. Yeah, yeah, we saw what happened. So, um, so let me, I guess, let me ask this: You, let's say Michigan loses forty-two to forty-five. We hang up forty-two on Ohio State. We hang up forty-five. We we lose, right? Okay. They go to the Big Ten Championship because now we're ineligible for it. You think we can still squeak in if you said USC and Clemson lose? Yeah, because literally the only other school with one loss or less would be Tennessee that has like an actual claim. No, you don't think the love from Alabama would happen considering they moved up two spots for doing nothing? No, I don't think they're going to be there at all because they have no chance at playing. They already have two losses, and, they can't, and the SEC championship game is already set. They can't play in it. They have no shot at their league, at their league championship. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I guess my question the, would be... The only, the only way that... Like, if Clemson and USC lose, the only way... That, and besides them obviously just choosing Tennessee over the loser, the only other possible way, but this, but this would, but if this happened, Tennessee wouldn't be playing either. Like it, Tennessee would be staying out as well. But if this happened, the loser, the Ohio state Michigan game and Tennessee would both be on the out, would probably be the first two teams out looking outside. But if LSU somehow beats Georgia in the sec championship game, that's the only other way that I see a different team breaking the top four. <clears throat> Okay. LSU would have to win out somehow beat Georgia. That's what I was going to ask because right now they're leading the West in the oh, SEC. They've, they've already secured their spot in the SEC championship game because of Wait. Alabama beating Ole Miss last week or two days ago. Okay. Well, I because mean, because Ole Miss is eight and two, and so is LSU, but LSU is undefeated in league play, and both of Ole Miss's losses are in SEC play. Um, so LSU gotta, has lost to one SEC opponent. Who who they? Oh no! Oh yeah, they lost to. Uh, who did they lose to? I forgot. Let me bring it up. But it says they are five and one. Mm-hmm. Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, they lost to Tennessee. Okay. Which <clears throat> respectable. So I mean, conference wise, if they lose, um, one more in the conference, then technically them and Alabama would have the same conference record. So that's why I'm just saying, beware. You know, they love. Well, they they hold the tiebreaker at that point. They they beat Alabama True. head up. That so that that's why they're locked in. Gotcha. So yeah, it would really only be <coughs> Ole Miss. LSU loses. Ole Miss wins. Well, no, maybe not. Okay. So yeah, maybe they are locked in, which is great for them. You. Thank you for the money. Could have told me. Everyone was throwing millions in that pot, so I had to keep her going. 
had to gonna, keep it going. I wasn't going to say anything. So, yeah, I, no, I, I really think, like, it was all set. Like, it's already been determined that it's it's literally, like, it doesn't matter if they lose out. It's Georgia versus LSU in the game. Yep. Now, you know what I'm a little nervous about is, like, yeah, Michigan can hang up a lot of points, and we just defeated Nebraska 34-3, to which – the the line was Michigan minus thirty, and I thought about betting on it, but like, I man, think I'm that not sure, we, I mean I, our defense is better than theirs. Our but I think our defensive line and offensive line in the trenches we hold the advantage. Our running game is superior to them, even if their running backs were healthy. The two yeah. things that they have an advantage of, though, that I mean, are one they have home field advantage for playing in the shoe, and then two. And this is the this is the reason why Michigan fans have optimism. If we go in there and get down by two touchdowns real quick, okay. is JJ McCarthy able to win this game for us? We haven't seen the offense have to do anything like that or even play like that. So. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm uh, he's talented and everything, and I want to say that we can do. I mean, but I and I'm optimistic. I was like starting to. I've been asking myself that question all season, but as the season's gone on, I'm starting to feel like like I don't even know if we have to worry about that. Like I feel like the way we're playing, we can win that way because we get a couple stops and they can't stop us. And we go on long sustained drives and we get up fourteen nothing real quick and it's already almost halftime because we fucking went on two ten minute drives. Our defense is so is good enough. Are they going to be able to have the time to sit there and pass the entire time as well, while our defensive line gets in their face? <clears throat> okay. It'll also definitely be our cornerbacks' very hardest test of the season. Because those wide receivers are good. Those are some damn good wide receivers on that Ohio State team. Okay, I I like it. I mean, we're first U of M's first 10 and 0 start since the 06 season. So. Yeah, we. <laughs> I have absolutely been loving it. I don't know. I think so, they got. I think they got the top four teams right right now, and but there's still a lot. To right. Be so there's a I, lot to be settled. I just did a simulator. If Michigan remains, if we have one loss at the end of the regular season, who is it to? I said Ohio State. Can you? Did they win the conference title championship? I said, no, they don't make it. We have a 57% chance at making the playoffs still. This so is still this, pretty decent. This is the year that we'd have a shot at having two Big Ten teams. As long as the game stays close, I need an ace to flop. All right. But I'm just happy. I hope there's no there's not two SEC teams in there. I'm I'm tired of the SEC biased. It's oh my blatant. goodness! It's right? It's definitely blatant at this point. We all know it is. That's why I can't wait for the 12 team expanded playoff. <clears throat> yeah, because then something like this, it's gonna make it real easy to to offset that because you're gonna have us still in the top. And you know what? It, at that point. Jim Harbaugh is going to be up their ass saying, it's one and done, boys. It's one and done. You better get out there and win it. And by the way, at at the third quarter, 
Um, somehow, well, Commanders have built a bigger lead, 23-14. to 14. So, um, Miles Sanders finally came on. He has six rushes for 24 yards, so good for him. You know, Jalen Hurts isn't the uh, leading rusher anymore. But Terry McLaurin, eight catches, 128 yards. Um, did not expect that already. Um, also, one thing I want to throw out there, Jahan Dotson, one target, one catch. Poor buddy. He's not back. He's not <laughs> back yet. And I told you guys, set him and wait because – you know, after a hamstring injury, you, you want to make sure, you know, that you really do. the identity of their offense changed a little bit because Wentz is out and then they got Brian Robinson back all in the same kind of stretch. <laughs> yep. Uh, so just thought I'd inform everyone of that. that did uh, I win that hand? I didn't even check. Um, yep, I did. That I did the win Eagles that might not be coming home with a dub. And if they do, they're extremely lucky. Uh, like they're gonna have to put on some fourth quarter magic, real hard. I mean, I mean they are in the red zone right now. The Eagles are already. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what I bring up over here. Now, you, you wanted to talk a little MMA because uh, a certain person used to be very good, known as the Style Bender. I mean, he still is very good. There's just this this year in MMA has been wild. If you would have told me before this year started that both Kamara Usman and Israel Adesanya were gonna lose their belts this year. I would have laughed at you. I agree. But kudos to Leon Edwards and to Pereira. They they brought the heat. They backed everything up. They're the new champs for a reason. They're definitely going to run it back, both of those fights. But, man, that UFC card might actually be worth the pay-per-view on it. I think that that was one of the best cards ever. Because one of the starting fights, Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler, that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Okay. Now, question, question. I've heard some more rumors that a one Irish freak is going to be coming <laughs> back into the game. McGregor? Yeah. Any chance he actually does and any chance it's worth it. He, he, fights, he will he I think he will like... eventually show back up. He's just he's just a money attraction now. He I mean he could still be a like a gatekeeper for a division, but he's not I don't think his days of holding a title or being a contender over, he's not gonna beat Islam. The only way he wins the title is if he drops weight class, and I don't think he's gonna do that. Right. The, like uh, the last couple fights that he had with like Poirier, you could tell he uh he wasn't in it. Like you could just see on his face, he did not. Uh, he look made like all he the money in the in the Mayweather fight, and didn't care anymore. He doesn't care anymore. When right. he was actually hungry and dry and driven and trying to prove something and trying to accomplish things, he was a very different fighter. But once he got the money, he changed big time. But so he lost that passion, which happens. Facts. Okay. Okay. Big facts, and then. Another person, Islam Ashutev, won the belt over Charles Oliveira at the last event a couple weeks ago. Now he's going to be fighting Alexander Volkanovsky for another title fight. Where both of them have their belts on the both of them have their belts on the line. Yeah. Well, no, actually, I don't think Alex's belt is on the line. I think Islam's is. 
But yep, Alexander oh. Vislam. So that's gonna be for that. But the but the thing that I say, but I think the uh, the pound for pound world number one ranking fighter is on the line because Volkanovski currently holds that the number one ranked MMA fighter regardless of the of weight class in the world right now. He's the number one fighter in the Francis, world. Francis, um, how do you say his last name? Nagano. Yeah, Nagano. Yeah, the current. I mean, the current pound for pound right now is Alex Volkanovski. Right now, Israel Adesanya is still second. This is going to get updated. I don't think it's been updated since Saturday's fights. But because Adesanya is two, Islam Akachev three, Kamara Usman four. Uh, oops. Now, I do want to give a quick shout out while we're on MMA to the women's featherweight and Bentiman weight, Amanda Nunes. That's Amanda. a bad woman. Oh, yeah. She's the greatest women's fighter ever. Remember? Holly Holmes and Ronda Rousey, like being like, uh, they they made me tune into the women's side. They were deadly. You're saying I should watch her instead? She's even better. I mean, yeah, Amanda Nunes. It's it's no, she's definitely the best fighter ever. She destroyed Cyborg. She destroyed Ronda. She beat. She's beaten every single. She's she's beaten everyone. Like Valentino, Valentina is probably the biggest argument for possibly someone else being the GOAT besides her, but she she's technically beat Valentina already. So. Okay. Now. But Amanda well, Nunez, like. My, my question is, um, will there be, like, any big names coming out of retirement to, to come do it, whether it's Khabib, whether it's Connor, whether it's, um, I mean, John Jones wouldn't be able to do anything at this point. Um, but is there anyone that's going to come out that you can think of uh, next year to create some hype to stir some things up? Uh, there, for, for female specifically, for the women's MMA? No, for ma- for both, more, for both? more on the male side because I don't I don't see the women's side being able to do much. I mean, just just look out for people. The Dagestanian wrestlers are taking over. Khabib did it, and then Islam, his protege, just won the title, beat Charles Oliveira, and then you got Kaz Kazmat in a division above that. He's just steamrolling people as well. Those boys over in the Middle East uh, know how to fight. <laughs> and fight well. They, what they do is far superior. Don't get me wrong. Jiu-jitsu has always been a staple of MMA, and at one point it was the meta, but now it's definitely changed. Yes. That Sambo and Dagestan wrestling is superior to to Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and it's been proven at, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard how not to say it. Um, real quick, um, Alexander Valenskia. Totally butchers his name. Three defenses of his title. And then on the women's side, Valentina has seven defenses of yeah, her Shevek, title. Yeah, she she has she's tied for the most all time. Valentina Shevek, no, her and Amanda Nunez have the same amount. Um Val, uh, Amanda beat her though. Ooh. That would but, um it was seven, but after after those two, the second well, so they're tied for first in females all time. 
Second is still Ronda Rousey at six. Title defenses. Oh, wow. So yeah, I knew yeah. Ronda Rousey was dominant. Just don't get me wrong. Rousey went from being the GOAT of females MMA, but at the same time, she was the one that, like, they created an MMA. Like, UFC didn't have a females division until Ronda Rousey brought it over. Pride and other organizations did. Strike Force, whatnot. But Ronda create like is what started that, and for a while she obviously was the goat because she beat everybody until she didn't. Mm-hmm. But even now, you know, six seven years after she's been relevant in UFC, because she lost to Holly Holm in 2015. Um, she like even if you don't like her, she still has a very legitimate claim to a top five women's UFC fighter all time. Very legitimate. Oh, yeah. Um, MMA veteran Rumble Johnson dies at 38. Yeah, he had a a little disease. He he had been fighting. I'm not sure if it's released what what actually happened or what. Now, I have, like, I hear all the time that, you know, the fighters don't really get paid enough. So, what do you think their average earnings is? Do I think or do I know? I mean, do you know? I, I, th- I don't. I think max purse you can make from a fight is 50k. Wow, that's not a lot. That's just from UFC in general, and I don't know if they're. I mean, obviously, if you have endorsements and other stuff like that, you're gonna you get money elsewhere if you're a big enough star. But from purely their UFC contracts, I think it's just 50K is a max purse that you can get, which is why Connor went to boxing and why. But Connor changes that. Connor McGregor does. People get bigger paydays when Connor fights because Connor brings millions. Oh, yeah. He could, he could still try to come back, even though we know he's washed up, and still try to make this work. And he's not necessarily washed. It's just the days of being. He's not. It's that the way it's just changed. You can't. When it was a stand-up game, he dominated. But as soon as it started changing to a ground game with Khabib, like even if he learned how to roll around on the ground, he wasn't gonna beat Khabib. Poirier is a black Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, and Poirier got tapped by Khabib. Charles Oliveira is arguably arguably a top ten Brazilian. Jiu-Jitsu black belt practitioner on the planet, not just in UFC, and he got tapped by Islam. Like Charles Oliveira has the most submissions in UFC history, and he got submitted. Oh wow! Well, anyone can be beat, but on his feet, McGregor has some good, great hands. Like he, for the for the past like eight years, you'd probably say that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I mean, yeah, because, yeah, about eight. About eight what? About, about eight years, like, the best uh, fighters in Connor's weight class have been him, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey. Uh, and by the way, the uh, the Eagles have brought it back, 21-23. Just thought I'd oh, I throw that like out that. there. Oh, I yep, it was a Devonte Smith touchdown, not an AJ Brown. So, um, all right, I'm already gonna win this week. Yep, me and you are already locked in winning. 
Me and you already. Whew. I already Keep sent out the statistics. Five out of the six playoff spots are locked already, so it's a okay. It's just whether or not if Stewart loses a couple more and Shane wins out, then guess what? Then Stewart's out of the playoffs and Shane's in. So Shane better get extremely lucky these next couple weeks and hope he doesn't face anyone too hard and hopes the last week he plays Stewart straight up and he can win because then it's little and butter oh, bings. Yeah. They, cannot, they cannot tie because Shane has way less points. So Yeah, Shane's got to beat him record straight up. Straight oh, up record. Hey, he just threw a touchdown too. So. Or not a touchdown, but an interception. So. Oh, does he? He just threw one, yep. Nice. This well, game could change. This this game could back to the Eagles. Commanders you, need to hold and get the ball in the end zone to have any chance. Yeah, I mean, we said I said it was going to be a Molly Whopping, but I also said Tyler Heineke's that boy. So, you know, hopefully. Yeah, oh, and it was a it was a terrible yeah, one too. Pass. That was it pretty. Was that pass. was a pretty bad pass. You know what I've been excited for? What? what? It's still early, but it started. NCAA men's basketball. Yes. That did just start. Whew, we've seen some pretty good games already. I'm going to say right now, just from what I saw, I'm not saying Michigan's one of the top five or top ten teams in the country. They're ranked. But we uh, people need to be putting – money on Eastern Michigan to uh, upset somebody in a bracket in March. Eastern or Central? Eastern Michigan. Okay. They got Imani Bates. They, they, they're good. <laughs> they're good. I promise. I mean, we just played them. It was 88 to 83. Imani Bates put up 30. Me and you were actually in the call when, when that was going down. He, he's good. Yes, he is. Um, and the fact that they were somehow able to pull this and get this going, impressive. Oh, no. 100%. They're, I don't, obviously, they're not a title threat, but they they got a good, Amani's good enough to upset a team by himself if he's going off. And then. Now, yeah, I mean, it, 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 in the March Madness, it only takes one, one, one round. Game. All you have to do is. One team's playing hot one day, and one team just happens to have an off night. You don't get a second chance. It's over if you go home. Yep. Which is um, fun. So Which Michigan's fun. At, at 20. Illinois is at 19. Indiana's at 12. And that's that's it for – well, congratulations. You won with the flush. Uh, that's <laughs> it for the Big Ten at the moment. So, uh, yeah, but, so – I know Michigan State lost. I mean, they were the first one on the outside but, in the AP poll. They lost, but they lost by one to the number two ranked team in the country. Yep, they should definitely I, I, get. I, like, yes, they lost, but like, I still think they deserve to be ranked, especially if you're going to have one-on-one Tennessee in there. Like, right. Um, I mean, granted, their first team was North Arizona, and they they blew them out almost by 20. Um I, I would say they deserve a a spot. And, yes. and, you know, maybe they'll get it. I think Michigan State's going to be pretty dang good towards the end of the season. No, I've heard a lot team. of Mikey Williams going to Michigan State. What do you think about that? 
I don't mind that. I mean, I, I would as a Michigan fan. I uh, I want him to come to the Big Block M. It's all right. We got we got Jet Howard. We'll be all right. Yeah, you know what? We have had a good couple run on our basketball team last couple of years. Now, my question is, Kentucky hasn't won it in a couple of years. They haven't gone super, super far. So how is Calipari still bringing in these top, top players? Well, it's Calipari's system worked as for the one and done because you get all the top recruits, entice them with, hey, you're going to be playing with all the uh, – other top players in your class, you're going to probably stay here one year, win a championship, and then go in the top ten of the NBA draft and get your paycheck guaranteed. I think it's a pretty good way to get people to go there. But uh, now with the, NIL, with the NIL and the European players and foreign players being more prevalent and actually learning some things. Oh, and guess what? They can get their money cha- anywhere. Yeah, they can go anywhere now. A lot of players are just – and the fact that people can just wait a year instead of going to college, get an NIL deal, wait to sit out a year of college, and then just literally just go try out for the G League but, or just go overseas now and play in Europe and be a professional in Europe and learn a lot more and get money. Yeah. And Now, does the know. NIL – now, they're working on that new college football game. Is the NIL going to change a whole lot to compensation-wise? First off, since they decided to go this direction with the NIL and make it a thing, anyone who's ever been punished or fined or had something taken away from them as a result of something that that the NIL allows now, I think we need to go back and uh, you know make amends with those people and let them know it's all right, pay them their money back, stuff like that. Reggie Bush gets his Heisman, etc. But, um, he definitely should. I don't, know. I, I don't mind the NIL because I do feel like, because on one hand, like you're supposed to take advantage of your talents in life. And if you're using their name, someone's namesake, to create revenue, put seat in the stands, have TV ads, like bring in, have TV deals, all that. Um, then yeah, I think even as a college player, yes, there's they, most of those people are on full ride scholarships, so their college life is free. But at the same time, they're the ones that are putting all the risk. Like one player isn't gonna make or break somebody on a university like that. They're gonna be rolling in money until the end of time. Um, but that player has everything to lose, even if they got the full ride. So if they're out there, you know, the the university is, you know, oh, I don't like you. Oh, I beat you in the last. Did I? Oh no, we both had a full house. That's so funny. Yeah, but um, I was gonna say, but my full house was a little better. But if that player goes out there, and his talent is his body, it, it is his body, like it's sports, and he goes out there and gets hurt, and then now like that sucks. Like give him the money. Like right. That's not, that's 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 not fair to someone like that. Like if like you want people to work to their talents, where like if me and you like we're good at something, like we can try again tomorrow. But like if you like your talent is that and you you and you get hurt, like you gotta completely try something new in life if sometimes if it's a career altering injury and no plenty longer, of those and, and, in and sports. you know, and you can no longer use what your God given talent is to, to do something in life. And that's just that's just horrible. 
like so I understand them wanting some guaranteed money because there's lots of people that are you know have that God-given talent and never get a chance to take it to the next level so let them you know have that opportunity <coughs> okay okay well, I think I think the NIL is a good place to start but it's definitely not being it's not done being revised yet it's I think it's going to go through quite a few changes still there's right. going to be there's going to be some I think along the sides of eligible eligibility rules <coughs> and everything with it as far as in the transfer portal and all that stuff like I think there's going to be some uh definitely some fi- some different things happening with those are going to go over and then uh redo it a little bit do we also think by chance uh this new um college football game is going to be great or bad i mean you know you gotta hope that it's great because the last one was yeah still play you know what yeah yeah let's do that is, is this the last hand is that what we're doing right here yeah, this is my last hand in here because I had 270 million coins before this hand st- before we joined this table, and I'm at 192. How have you lost that many times? I don't know, but if I get a heart right here, I win. Damn it! <laughs> I'll take it. Don't worry. I've got five. I started off with like 480 thousand. I'm up to 590. I love you. I'm sorry. Four hearts after the flop, and I couldn't get one more. I'm just gonna click fold and then back out of this table. There we go. So go ahead, like, subscribe, share, comment, do whatever you got to do. As always, let everyone know. Join the Facebook, join the Discord, listen on Spotify, listen all over the place. And until next time. We love you. Good night.